Parshas Vayigash is where Mechiras Yosef culminates in the legendary showdown and reunion between Yosef and his brothers when Yosef finally reveals himself to them with the famous words of Ani Yosef Hodavichai, I am Yosef, is my father still alive? Now the question in general to ask on Mechiras Yosef is what really are we supposed to learn from this very complicated story? Is the simple takeaway lesson not to sell your brother, don't be so mean? And if that's the case, then why couldn't Yosef's brothers, who were supposedly tzaddikim and talmidei chachamim, why couldn't they figure that one out? Like, it's, it's not such a sophisticated lesson. So the question is, where, wherein lies the true takeaway from Mechiris Yosef? What was the sin of the brothers? And yet, the Beis HaLevi teaches us that with, with these words, Ani Yosef Aravichai, Yosef was piercing his brothers with a fiery muster, as if to say... Did you actually care about my father's well-being when you sold me so many years ago or when you allowed me to be sold? Now all of a sudden you care? Now, at first glance, if we understand our tradition correctly, that Yosef's brothers issued a psak din, a halachic ruling, that really Yosef should have rightfully been executed, but they were just letting him off by selling him. So what in the world would it matter how their father felt at the time? A halacha is a halacha, and if, according to their understanding, that was the halachic ruling that should have been issued, who cares how their father felt? Why all of a sudden should their father's feelings matter now? All right, so and how are we supposed to understand Yosef's line of Musa attack? That, oh, all of a sudden you care about, about my father's feelings. Right? If, if, their, if their misdeed was that they issued an incorrect halachic ruling, so that's, that's their misdeed. What do the father's feelings have to do with any of that? So there's clearly something more going on in the story of Mechiras Yosef, and we have to work a little bit harder to understand it. So what's happening beneath the surface here? So the basic Levi just points out that we should realize that Yosef was responding in kind to the arguments made by his own brothers, and particularly by Yehuda. Right, Yehuda was trying to stand up for Binyamin. Yosef says, I'm going to keep Binyamin here. Binyamin had stolen from me, and now he's going to remain a slave. Yehuda steps up and says, I chose to be a guarantor for Binyamin, such that if I do not bring him back, I will have sinned to my father for forever. And Yehuda says, let me take his place. And then finally, how could I possibly go up to my father? And the, the lad my brother Binyamin won't be with me. And then I will have to bear the evil that is going to befall my father. It's at that point that the Pasuk says, and that Yosef had to send everyone out of the room so that he can reveal himself to his brothers. But at this point, Yehuda is making an argument, seemingly an emotional argument, that he is now at Yosef's mercy, and he says, in fact, show some mercy because what's going to be when my father sees and hears what happened? Now, this is interesting, because Yosef's um, plot was actually to have Binyamin framed, and Binyamin would rightfully look like a thief, that with all fairness and reason, Binyamin would remain a slave, because that's, that's the law of justice. Now, Yehuda's responding that Yosef should have mercy on the poor father. Now, what's interesting is, again, Yosef was only responding in kind to Yehuda, but now all of a sudden Yehuda is using an argument, not from justice, but an argument from mercy. Now, how are we supposed to understand this? Well, if we rewind back to Parshish Miketz, we'll notice that 
This is actually something that the brothers themselves point out. Once they're being interrogated by Yosef, and they have suspicion that maybe what's coming back to haunt them, their chait of Mechiris Yosef, the argument they make is very astounding. In Parsh Smikates, Perak Membez, Pasach Chafalef, Vayomer Ish Alachiv, Aval Hashem Emanachnu, but indeed we are guilty, Alachinu, on behalf of our brother, on account of our brother, what we did. Ashur Inu, that we saw at Saras Nafsho, the pain of, of, of his of his nefesh, when he was trying to beseech us, he was trying to supplicate for mercy, and we didn't even hear him. And therefore, this tzara is coming upon us. How are we supposed to understand this? Yehuda is making an argument, have mercy. The brothers are acknowledging we did not have mercy. But where, wherein lies the need for mercy when you're doing what you think is absolutely correct? They issued a psaktin that said that Yosef was guilty. So what more do you need? And if that was true, how come all of a sudden, when Binyamin is the culprit, when Binyamin has, it seems that all the evidence is against Binyamin, that Binyamin was a thief, that Binyamin acted unjustly, and now all of a sudden the line of reasoning on, the, on behalf of the brothers has changed. And here's where we understand what the true sin of Mechiris Yosef was, and here's where we understand what the Musser of Ani Yosef Avichai was. The muster was as follows. Yes, they issued a halachic ruling. And maybe it was an incorrect halachic ruling. And maybe they thought it was the correct halachic ruling. But you know what? Because they did not have that rachmanus to look at Yosef in their situation, whether or not they were appropriate to be Dayanim in the first place is not a question that we're attending to now. But if in their situation, at least in making a judgment call, if they saw Yosef as a brother, and if they were preoccupied with the feelings of their father, if they would even have given it a second thought based on the standpoint of mercy, we're not saying that they should have sacrificed Din for Rachamim necessarily in a court of law, but what they should have done at the very least was turned over all stones and tried to see. Because again, if they had that love and that for, for their father and that care for their father and even an ounce of Rachmanus instead of Achzarius, instead of brazenness with Yosef, they would have possibly second-guessed their halachic ruling, and maybe they would have actually found the truth of their halachic ruling, that in fact it was incorrect, that maybe what they thought Yosef was guilty of, maybe he wasn't, or at least what they thought Yosef deserved in a court of law, maybe they would have recognized that in fact he did not deserve that. Yosef puts it to the test now by putting Binyamin in line with Din, Binyamin shouldn't remain a slave. And now let's see, what kind of argument are they going to make? And all of a sudden, once they're invested, Din goes in the garbage. They say, we are guilty. And Yehuda doesn't know what to say other than the fact that I'm invested in this. I said I would stand up for Binyamin, and I, I can't bear to see um, the misery, the suffering that my father is going to go through. And this is where Yosef's Musr becomes super relevant. The Musr is not to say, again, that Rachman beats out Din, that humanity and mercy and all these wonderful other Midos, they beat out whatever it is that the Halacha states. It happened to be that they issued a Halachic ruling that was incorrect, but their sin was that they did it with utter brazenness, that 
they did not measure the circumstances with the mentality of Vicilo Aida, that we want to do the very best that we can to save this person if we could find a single merit for him, if we could find a single merit or a single ounce of mercy that says we should consider how this is going to affect other people. And had they had such a mentality, we're not saying that such a mentality would have said that this wins over that, but it would have enabled them to actually look for that merit and maybe find a reason why there was something wrong with the halachic ruling that they had issued. And had they done that, then perhaps Mechir Yosef wouldn't have, have happened. But that's the decision that they should have come to based on Rachman that should have existed earlier. He was crying out to us, and we didn't even listen to him. Now, these words make a lot of sense. Ani Yosef The lesson for us, once again, is not that we should let truth and din and justice go by the wayside, but it's to do it in a way that comes from the place where it's not from achzarius, from brazenness, and from hatred, but coming from a place of purity and coming from a place of really looking for the best in the person, looking for the merit, and thinking about how this is going to affect other people, who's going to be hurt from this and who not. When we think about it in that way, sometimes we will find merit where we didn't notice it before. Sometimes we will find a place of rahim within ourselves that can actually give us the motivation to find a more favorable ruling. Aniyo Sefhaud Avichai.